Welcome to the Revenue Builders Podcast with John McMahon and John Kaplan. This podcast is brought to you by Force Management. Force Management helps companies, small teams, and individuals accelerate sales performance. Today, Navy SEAL veteran and VMware COO Mike Hayes talks with John and John about leadership and making decisions in an elite way. Take a listen. Have a great week. Dynamic subordination, I think that's what you you called it in your book, where on an effective team, everyone must seamlessly move forward and back depending upon the demands of the situation and the skills of the individual teammates. So anyone can be the leader at any time. Absolutely. And let's put it in deal terms, right? Like I, I can't tell you how many times I've been kind of the the senior person in the room, but most of the time I have way less knowledge about the specifics of the deal than a couple of experts in the room with me. And so, it, you know, it, whether it's a specific technology or a specific business function or a desired outcome, why do I want myself to be the one talking? I want the person who's got the best knowledge to be the one talking. And so my job is to, to help people, uh, help the right person be talking at the right time, not to be talking myself. I like to say leaders gain authority by giving it away. And the other thing, the, the, another one is, is leaders don't need to make the best decision. Leaders need to make sure the best decision gets made. Right. Right. I like both of those. At Mike in um, dynamic subordination, I understand completely when you have, you look around the room and there is, everybody's elite. And everybody is trained in a very, very elite way. Um, and so the way that ecosystem works is um, there's no single point of failure, uh, which is awesome. Um, in business, if you're, let me ask it a different way. So you come from that background where you're surrounded by that. And it's not that you're not surrounded by elite people in the business world, but there's a difference in the way that people have been trained there. They don't send seals out that are like, you know, they don't have the training or what have you. So now we're in the business world. How does that dynamic subordination really come true? How do you encourage it as a leader for your teams? And how do you make sure you're not setting people up to fail? Great, great topic. I'm so glad you raised this because it's really important so that you people, listeners understand the full breadth of the conversation. You see, the, the, the thing that's most important is understanding when do you have an absolute no-fail mission and when do you as an organization have a mission where it's okay to learn, you know? Th those are sometimes different things. You know, what I say at VMware with 40,000 employees, the thing that I've told our employee base is that, um, you know, there's no single decision anybody will make is if they're on the right side of ethics and morals and the law and company policy that will crash the company. And so I encourage people to lean forward and make decisions and 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 just drive in a good drive in a direction that they think the company needs to drive in because the inverse is paralysis. The inverse is in these large organizations people looking left and right and saying, "Well, gosh, I'm not sure whose decision it is." Well, just make it your own. You know, and 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 find the right balance between coordination and collaboration across key people that you need to without over collaborating. And it's a little bit of an art form there, more art than science, but you can collaborate yourself to death 
Or you can just, you know, give a, a whipsaw quick answer from the hip and also not collaborate enough. And so every situation obviously unique, but the point is that the more that you can put people other others on the field and get them moving forward and making those decisions, that's what's going to ultimately enrich your organization over the long run. And so I always take the long view over the short view. I, I love that point. I want to stay on it just for uh, a moment more. Um, helping people, encouraging people to be able to make decisions. Uh, there's a couple of dynamics that have to be in play. First of all, your leadership team has to have a disposition that says it's okay for you to make decisions. So there has to be some, uh, I think you call the uh, dispersion of authority or power or something. So I want to hit on that. But then also giving, you know, helping people feel comfortable uh, that they can make the decision. So they have an authority to make a decision is one thing, but then not having the competence to make a decision. How do you how do you support that in in others, in leaders and then in the people that they lead? Yeah, Cap, great question. And it's a culture point. And it's it's what so it starts with as a leader of an organization, what culture do you want your organization to have? For me, I want an organization where people are comfortable bringing up ideas and comfortable trying hard things. Those two things are so critically important. You know, a quick story in Afghanistan in 2000, what was it, 12 or so, we were going on a really complicated operation. The the punchline is that uh, we we gave the the mission brief and said, here's how we're going to go do this. And this new, I don't know, 22-ish year old seal in the back said, hey, sir, I think you're, I don't think your idea is the best idea. I think we've got, I got a better way to do this. Now I'd been a seal for almost twenty years, and this kid a seal for two minutes, you know, and 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 so I have I have a really easy choice in that moment. I can say, "Hey, new guy, shut up and sit down. That's a stupid idea," or I can say, "Hey, let's examine that. What are you thinking? What are you seeing? Tell me what's what you're what's going through your head. Let's surface surface that and consider it." Well, if you do the former, the one thing I'm sure of is that you'll never get a good idea, not just from that kid again, but from anybody in your organization, you're going to have a chilling effect on idea generation. And so the culture point starts with, do you make your company, your enterprise, your team comfortable bringing ideas forward? So so even, uh, so even so start with, from a position as a leader, I start from a position of saying, why might I be wrong instead of why my, why am I right? Because if I have that orientation, then I'm going to say, what am I missing? Because to me, all of the opportunity and all the risk for a business is in that unknown, unknown quadrant. And so I've got a certain way of seeing the world. The only way to see the world differently is to have people who don't think like me do things like that young SEAL did and say, hey, here's a different way to look at this. And so that culture is the most important point. Uh, I hope that kind of gets at your question, Cap. Holy smokes, that's so powerful. If you just sit with there, it's like there's an ego thing involved. So I'm listening to it is how often are you really, really comfortable saying to yourself, why might I be wrong in a moment of truth? Why might I be wrong versus, you know, going through the roll, you know, the file folders in your brain saying, why am I absolutely right? I mean, that's a, that's a higher brain function, John McMahon. <laughs> that's a higher brain. Certainly is. Talking well, about- you know, Can I share one other point? Sure. Go for it. A core yeah. on top of that is um, why don't people try hard things in an organization? And it's a, it's, yeah. so you can have the culture that we just described, 
But then there's also uh, a little bit of a personal aspect of like not wanting to step forward and try hard things and 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 and, and classically failing, and that boils down to ego also. Like if you think about it, you know, to me, all of our parents or whoever raised us paid money to coaches of either sports teams or instruments or something to tell us we weren't good enough as kids to, you know, kick straighter or play the instrument better. And then as we get to be adults, we are afraid to not do things right. And, and the sooner you can get rid of that feeling, then uh, that's when you see people trying those hard things. We're, a, we're So helping people lose the discomfort associated with trying hard things and not classically succeeding is 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 what separates the high performing elite teams from just the teams and that comes from leaders celebrating people who tried hard things but didn't succeed but they learned saying hey thank you for trying this really hard thing we're better you're better as a person we're better as a company because of what you just did and celebrating those person people that really creates a culture uh, a cap that ties to your your point and, and yeah last one on this johnny and because I, I really want to hit this one home there's the bias that we're kind of born with i heard you talking about this uh on um, i heard you speaking about it publicly where you said you know we learn so we when we're younger we learn we're open to the concept of learning mentally we say we don't know what we need to know so we learn and then there's a period in our lives where we show what we learn and it's totally ex acceptable and we have positions of power where we can show what we learn. And then the interesting one, Mike, that you're talking about here is, is this is the confidence and the humility to be able to say that it's a loop. It's not, I've learned, I, I'm showing and I have that confidence. I need to show my confidence. I think what you're saying is there's no end to it. It's a constant loop. Is, would you agree with that? A hundred percent. And this, see, the thing is, as the leader of an organization, I don't, I, I don't need any individual credit. How the organization performs is how I mark myself to market. And so, the way to make the organization perform as well as possible is to be in that third phase of, the, of that 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 last part of the loop there, where you're so comfortable being in front of a room and saying, "Hey, I, I think I was wrong. Let's go a different. Let's go the direction you're saying." Or having that humility is what will lead to the best outcomes to the organization. And so I do think it, it creates a self-fulfilling cycle. Listen to the whole conversation with Mike Hayes, John Kaplan, and John McMahon on Revenue Builders. We've linked the full episode in the show notes. And you'll also find a link to Mike Hayes' book right there as well. Thank you for listening to Revenue Builders. Make it a great week.